Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Welcome back. Um, so excited to talk about one of my favorite things today. Does anyone else get annoyed with how I start every single episode with? I'm so excited to. <laughs> I literally don't mean to. That is not part of my script on purpose. Um, maybe I need some other way to express my excitement for things, but that's always how I'm feeling when I'm about to to start recording or talking to somebody or talking to you. Um, but I am, I'm excited to talk about this today. One of my favorite things to discuss, um, goals and goal setting. I think that goals are so important to life and success and getting where we want to go. Um, and it's almost like crazy how big of a difference it can have on what you're doing. Um, like having strong goals can have on what you're doing kind of incredible to think about really like the difference between where you can go from, you know, certain time frame when you have really good, clear goals that make sense versus same kind of time frame when you don't. So I just feel like you can't, you can't downplay how important it is not not only how important it is, but how helpful it can be for business and making sure you're moving forward, making sure you're actually accomplishing your goals, whether it's things that you're doing for your clients or the things that you're, you know, you're actually providing through your business, but also building your business or getting your business to where you want it to go, taking your business to where you want it to go. So I think that it's something I'm sure I've probably touched on it before in terms of in some kind of episode. I'm sure we've talked about goal setting before, but um I thought now is a really good time. This episode is going to come out right before um, the beginning of the second quarter of the year. I think the end of end of March. You know, I think a lot of times we wait until you know April first to start thinking about goal setting for like Q two or or planning in general. Like we wait until the end of one before we start thinking about the next too often. Um, and in reality we should be thinking about it in advance. Like we should be thinking about this before the quarter starts. So I was recently, I mean, a couple of weeks ago or so, I was talking about my, the paper planner that I got for for this calendar year. When this year started, I bought a new planner. I always do. I always have a different one. Um, this one I absolutely love. And I was showing it on like Instagram and stuff. People were really interested in how I use it, what it looks like um, in terms of like, the things that I put in there, what I map out. Um, and a lot of it is like, it's a lot of it is this goal setting stuff. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, I thought it would be cool to do a whole episode. I had way too much to share on Instagram. Um, I thought now was a good time to like really kind of dive into that a little bit more. And we can think about it in the context of, you know, planning for Q2 for your business. Um, so I'm thinking about this more in terms of business than like client work or things like that. But like, you can use a lot of the same a lot of the same stuff carries over to any kind of goals that you want to set or that you would have in place for your business in any different capacity. But um, yeah, I just think it's something that, you know, it, it sounds sort of obvious, but it can be easy to overlook 
kind of a really strong goal setting process. And I think even if you feel like you have one, even if, you know, you're like, of course I've always set goals. Like I'm a business owner. I have business goals. I set different goals throughout the year and work towards them. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm always curious to hear how other people are doing it. Even when I feel like I have a good system that works well for me. Um, even when I think, you know, this is something I'm totally com- comfortable with and confident with because I've done it so much. Um, I always think it's interesting to hear how someone else does it. Cause sometimes there's little tidbits you can take from someone else's experience or, you know, systems, and sometimes they can help, you know, embellish yours or, or be something that kind of helps fit into makers even stronger. So I encourage you to listen in, even if this is something you already do, if you don't feel like you have a really great goal setting system or, or goal achieving system, then I think this is going to be probably really helpful. Again, this is just kind of how I work, what works for me. Obviously it's not like there's one way to do, to, to think about goals, but Anyway, I think, um, you know, a lot of times people kind of, it can be really easy to just jot things down, right? You'd be like, oh, I'm setting my goals, right? I'm making a list, make a list in your notebook, jot things down without fully mapping it out and be like, here's my goals and kind of be thinking of them, keeping them in mind as you're working towards things throughout the year or, or, you know, throughout a certain amount of months. But if you don't have them like fully mapped out in a really strong way, you know, it, it, you're not necessarily going to be like at the end of the year, when you go back and look over your list, it's going to have been kind of, you know, just relying on what luck and, <laughs> you know, things working out if, if you've, if you've reached them, because the goal is only as good as your plan to achieve it. I truly think that that is true. I mean, and, you know, to be said, there's, there's, there is something to be said for, you know, affirmations and manifesting. And I do think that you can get, you can get somewhere with your goals for that, but even that, right. That's, that's your plan. If, if that's your plan, then that's your plan or part of your plan. And that still is having a plan. That's still something you're doing every day or every week to get towards your goal. So, um, yeah, so I think it's important to kind of just have that written down, have a sense of what you need to do all along the way. So the first thing to keep in mind, or the first thing to figure out when we're thinking about goal setting and, and what our goals, you know, making sure we accomplish our goals for, for the second quarter is figuring out what those are for you, determining what your big goals are going to be for this quarter and what your big goals maybe are going to be for the year, but what you're going to focus on for this quarter, maybe based on your yearly goals. So could be like, what do you really want to accomplish? Something you really want to create something that will really move your business forward to a certain measurable degree, like whatever that looks like for you. write that down first and foremost. And that's where a lot of people stop. And that's the problem. We're not stopping there. We're starting there. So think about what those big goals are. Personally, for me, I start with a couple of different ones for a kind of a, for different ones, for different pieces of different projects, basically that we do throughout the business. So like I might have one for, um, like the agency as a whole, like I usually have one around a big goal around, you know, revenue numbers or, um, client numbers or bringing in a certain type of client or a certain amount of clients, things like that. Um, but then I also have, and and that could be enough. Like I'm not saying you need more than one big goal. Um, if you're working on like building your business, there might be only like one or two main things there that you really want to focus on. I think there's a lot to be said for focusing for like really focusing in on like one or maybe two big things and not feeling like you need to stretch yourself to like have several big goals. 
we have so many projects going on that I usually have like a big goal around like this podcast, for example, where, where do I want to get this podcast this quarter or this year? Um, I have one around the magazine that we produce. Um, I have one around, um, the online, the PR course bootcamp that we have, um, because, you know, all these things are things that I want to be making bigger and better kind of all throughout the year and like have big goals around how they're going to fit into the business, how they're going to make money, how they're going to help people. Like, so there are goals around each one that I'm working towards. Um, and a couple of other things too. So I have a big goal for each of those. Decide what makes sense for you, where you want your big goals to focus. What do you want to be accomplishing? Then what we want to do is set a timeline for the goal for each of those goals. So I I usually start with quarterly. As I said, we're thinking here about like Q2. Um, So thinking about what that big goal is, what's that timeline for that? If we're talking about Q2, which is what we should do. I mean, if you were thinking about the whole year, then now break it down to Q2. If you were, I think I said, let's think about Q2. Um, So in thinking about Q2, what is that timeline? What do you think you can realistically accomplish in the next three months? Um, So literally take some time, write this down. Think about it. Like you can pause this right now and think about what this, what, what your big goal for this quarter is. And again, if you have a couple different projects or a couple different things you want to kind of do this with, make a different sheet of paper for each one, or, you know, break your sheet up into a couple different pieces, set your big goal for each for the quarter right now. And what does that look like? How do you measure that? So I actually like to take, so I take this down now to the monthly, um, monthly timeframe, break it down to monthly chunks. So if you're looking at a quarter, you've got three months to do this. What can you measure within each month in order to make sure you're getting somewhere towards your bigger goal? So think about what you can do in one month what is going to be that KPI for your goal, your key performance indicator? Is it num- It should be like a number or um, something that you can truly measure. So for example, when I look into like for the pod- podcast um, goals, usually my, my monthly goals around that or my monthly like measurements to see if I'm on track for my goal have to do with number of listens or downloads. Um, and that's actually it for podcasts. For podcasts, it has to do with numbers um, of listens and downloads. My overall goal for the podcast has to do with trying to, like for right now, my goal is monetizing the podcast and bringing in a certain amount of money from the podcast by the end of this quarter. Because I've never monetized it before, I knew that what I need to do in order to monetize has to do with things like number of listens and things like that, that I can then take to sponsors and show them, you know, we have this many listens. And so this is why you should pay money for a sponsorship. So that's why my monthly goals in relation to the overall goal, they they make sense. They're leading up to that. Even though my overall month, my overall quarterly goal is not about number of listens. It's about a number of money, (laughs) an amount. Um, But I know that what I need in order to get up to that is to show different amounts of listens per month. So that's how I broke it down monthly is here's what I need to to have accomplished each month in order to get to a point where I'm able to monetize to this extent. Does that make sense? So they have to obviously tie in. They're obviously working towards the overall goal. The actual, um, the actual 
Um, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying not to say KPI again. The actual measure, measure, measurement, whatever you're trying to measure, does not have to be the same thing. It's not like it has to be like I want to, you know, make this much money on a podcast. So each month I want to make this much money and then this much money and then this much money. I knew there were actually things I needed to do to set the podcast up before I could make any money. So I can reach my quarterly goal even without having made any money in the first month of the quarter, if that makes sense. Um so think about what makes sense again for you in that sense. And then should I even I'm trying to think if I should say another example. Like that doesn't that like in case you're like, well, I don't have a podcast or it's not about you know money or listens. Um, like even for something like so, for example, for my um agency kind of goals for the first quarter was around bringing in certain kinds of new clients for the first quarter. And so basically I knew that we had capacity or we were always going to create capacity for bringing on two new clients, you know, of this type of client in January and then one in February and one in March, I think of, of these different types of clients that we wanted to work with. And so each month, the goal was something around, you know, well, that was each month was two and then one and then one for the quarter. The quarterly goal was around revenue get it? So my quarterly goal was around this much new revenue I wanted to bring into the business. How was I going to do that? Through these, what essentially ended up being four new clients throughout the quarter. So each month the goal was, you know, bring on two new clients in January, bring on one new client in February, new client in March. And there were some smaller pieces around that too, in terms of, um, well, actually that's what we get into next. So I don't want to get into it too much, but basically then each, then what we want to do is break that down into weekly to-dos, right? And I feel like that's where sometimes people can get a little bit, it can get a little bit tricky. People can be like, but I don't know like what that is. Like, how do I make sure I, I'm not going to get a new client every week? So how do I break that down to a weekly task. Um, and that is exactly what you need to figure out. That is, I think the missing piece that sometimes people don't figure out it before beforehand. And that is when things come up, you don't end up focusing on it too much. You get distracted with other things. You get to the end of the month and realize nothing happened or you didn't get, you didn't reach that goal. That's because you didn't come down deep enough into like these weekly to-dos to make sure you're constantly moving yourself towards the things that are going to get you there. So some of the things, for example, if you're looking to bring on new clients, some of the things that might be your weekly to-dos are, you know, reaching out to people that you might know or reaching out to existing clients, asking if they have anybody they would recommend for your services. Um, it could be something like, um, and this isn't on my list, but I know all of these, like a lot of people, a big one for bringing new clients could be that you have a certain amount of like marketing, you know, tasks, whatever that would look like. You know, maybe you're implementing some Facebook marketing or maybe you're implementing some advertising in a local publication, um, any kind of marketing, any kind of advertising, relationship building, things that you want to do to show people what you have to offer, right? Maybe creating a case study, um, maybe reaching out, you know, you might be reaching out to people with like cold calls or something like that. Um, whatever that looks like, that could be bringing you one step forward to either, you know, meeting the people who might become those next clients or getting those connections or attracting them in some way. It might be, you know, the kind of inbound, inbound setting up inbound marketing so that they're going to come to you. Whatever that looks like, based on things that you know have, you know, proven to bring in new clients to you, 
those would be the things that you're going to, that you're going to plan to do weekly in order to bring in a new client this month. Makes sense, right? But it's just about mapping it out that way. Um, for something like the podcast, again, like I'm just trying to, these are like just two very different examples, I think, in terms of very different types of things that you, that, that, that you would do in order to reach two very different types of goals. So for the podcast, it's more about, I created a very specific kind of marketing system for the podcast. Like what, how am I going to share every single episode to make sure we're promoting every episode in more places and in more ways than we have before? Um, I did, I included things like reaching out to other people that I know, or maybe have a connection to who monetize their podcasts and just try to have a conversation to ask them, like, how did you get started with sponsorships on your podcast? Just kind of some of those, um, again, I guess, relationship building calls sort of thing, just asking people how they did it, trying to learn from things. Um, it could be, it could be like taking a little, um, course or, you know, getting involved in a program to help you learn more about how to do the thing. I'm trying to think of another example. I didn't, I don't have it in front of me <laughs> right now. Um, but things like that, things that are going to bring you forward. Um, other things, sure. I, had, I did have more examples of like what was on my list for the podcasting one. Um, but, but that's a good example of it. It doesn't have to be, keep in mind, it doesn't have to be a ton of things. I don't necessarily want to be doing several things for each goal each week. Cause keep in mind, this is on top of like, all your actual day-to-day work. <laughs> like this is not your full-time job, I'm assuming. I mean, again, maybe it is, but maybe you're using this for like your actual work. But in thinking about ways to bring your business forward, which is kind of like what I'm how I'm framing this conversation. Um, these are things that are gonna be extra things throughout my week that I'm doing to bring forward, you know, the business by bringing on new clients or by bringing um, you know, making the podcast taking it to the next level, essentially. Um, so I don't want it to be something that's going to take like a ton of time each week. I just want it to be something where I know I'm moving forward in some way each week. Um, and some of that is even just like coming up with good new podcast episodes, thinking about ways that I could, um, and just again, trying to brainstorm some of the things I have on my actual list of the things that I've been doing, um, coming up with, uh, ways to just optimize the episodes, right. To try to get them more listenership or, or to get people to take action on them. So things like that, like it can be things that are, um, yeah, it can be really, there's a variety of different things. If those are all tasks that you see how those are going to get you one step closer to your goal. So those are then things that you're going to write down as your weekly to-dos. So I take the quarterly goal, have that right at top, up, up, up on the top, and then break it down by month. And what I do is I make a little chart of it, right? So I'm like, okay, here's, here's April. Here's April. And then I do like, you know, week one, week two, week three, week four, that's all it is. And then under week one, what am I going to do for this goal? Write down one or two action items that are going to get you towards that goal, closer to that goal in April for the first week, write down one or two things for week two, one or two things for week three, one or two things for week four. That's really all that is. Um, Again, if you're doing this for several areas, I make a different chart for each of those. So I have like an April chart for, you know, the podcast, an April chart for the agency, an April chart for all of these things. Not that it's a whole chart, but that's just kind of how I look at it. Week one, week two, week three in like a little square. And then you need to take it down a little more. (laughs) Then we think about, okay, what am I going to do each day 
of that week, because I really think it really comes down to the planning. What we're trying to do is make this so clear and like obvious that every week you sit down, you know exactly what you're going to do every single day so that it never just kind of gets swept to the side because I know how busy things get when you're doing, you know, your day-to-day work, whatever that may be. You don't necessarily feel you have time for like one extra thing to do. And if you have to sit down and think, okay, what am I going to do today to get me like a little step closer to my main overall big goals. A lot of times you're just going to feel too busy to even do it, let alone have time to think it through. So if you've taken the time to do all the thinking in advance and all you need to do is sit down and bang out one or two little tasks each day or each week, that makes it so much easier. And that's just what makes you actually do it. So So think about what you're going to do each day based on your weekly to-dos. And again, you might only have one or two. So it's not like you have to put something every day, but just think about which day are you going to do it and what time frame are you going to do it? Do you know you want to get it done on Tuesday and that you have time like, you know, in the afternoon from one to three and like schedule, literally schedule it in for Tuesday at one o'clock or make a little added to your to-do list for Tuesday, you know, depending on how you actually schedule your day. Um, Again, for me, because I am usually working towards like several kind of bigger goals, um, I do kind of have something every day related to at least like one of those goals. Um, But if you're working towards like, you really want to focus on one big thing, you might only have something scheduled and you might be able to do all in one day of the week, or you might, you know, schedule different to do's like on two or three days of the week. It's not like it has to be um, every single day of the week. It just depends what you're working on. But I do encourage you to actually schedule it in once you, you know, that's when you get closer, like know what you're going to do for the, for the month and each week. And then like before that week, or I mean, or you can schedule at the beginning of the month. What I do is I have a list for the whole month broken down by week. And then at the beginning of each week, I go into my planner and schedule those things out for the actual week. Once I have a sense of like what my week looks like in terms of my other responsibilities and things like that. So I keep a running list in a different notebook. That's like, here are my goals for not the goals. Here are my to-dos for April. And and it's break, broken down too by the week, but it has all the specific ones for each goal that I'm working on. Here's week one, here are all the to-dos just written down. Again, this could just be the chart that we already talked about, but for me, I add them all to one list because I'm working on multiple goals. If you just have one, just take them straight from the chart. But if you want an overview of all the to-dos you need to do to bring your business forward with a couple of different goals, then I suggest even taking it to a different sheet of paper to just add all of the ones for that week. Um, or all of the ones for that month. So, and then at the beginning of the week, like on Sunday night or Monday morning, assigning them into which days and which time frames you're going to be doing it. And that's really all there is to it. Like maybe that sounds, I don't know, maybe that sounds obvious and easy. Maybe that sounds like a lot, but it's really just about breaking it down as small as you can. And again, thinking about the time, the thinking about what's going to get you there, those weekly to-dos are the thing that are going to make a difference. And they're also the thing that's not going to be as obvious because the goal itself, obvious, like, you know what you want to accomplish, right? But figuring out what those actual meaningful tasks that are going to move the needle, that's what you need to really spend some time thinking about and thinking about realistically what you can do each week for those. Um, And then the main thing is to just check in with yourself, check that list 
all the time. Check it, check your overall list weekly. Make sure you actually did everything. You know, if something did get pushed off, like it didn't happen the time frame you had it in, make sure you keep that in mind, write it down for the next week so you still make it happen or, you know, try to get it done, you know, real quick before the week is over. If you see that you haven't done it yet and you still can, um, and check it monthly. Absolutely. Because you need to see your progress monthly because I mean, months go by fast. You have to, you have to, to see where you are. And, and, you know, if you're thinking of a quarterly goal, it's only three months that goes really, really quick. If like a whole month has gone by and you didn't finish all the things that you thought you were going to do for that month. Um, so just go through like no hard feelings with yourself, but go through and recalibrate it. If you need to change something, change it. If you need to add something to the next month, cause you didn't get it done yet make sure you've added it to that list. You know, again, for me, I mapped this all out a quarter at a time. So I've gone through each month and made the tasks for the month and, and, um, the weeks up front. So by the time I get to the end of the month, I already have also mapped out what's, you know, so if we're thinking April, I haven't personally done this yet for quarter two, but if like, you know, in quarter one, if I got through the end of January and didn't feel that I had accomplished all the things that were on my list for January, I quickly added them to my February list so that even though I already had February, you know, you have to recalibrate. So I already had like set the February ones too, because I knew what I needed to get through the whole quarter where I wanted to be. But don't be shy to figure out what makes sense if things change. You know, if something comes up and you really weren't able to make progress for a couple of weeks, you might feel a little behind based on your schedule, but just recalibrate that. How can you shift things so that you can stay on track, get back on track, make sure you're still like going to reach what you want at the end of the day, at the end of the quarter. But yeah, thinking about like what worked also or what didn't work if you did do it, because you might also get through the month and be like, okay, some of those tactics like didn't feel like they actually moved the needle in the way that I expected them to. That's really important to keep in mind too, because if you can see that something's not helping, you can tweak it so that, you know, you're actually going to make more progress the next time. Cause I do not want you to spend time on the little, these, these weekly tasks that you thought were going to move the needle, but then didn't, but be honest with yourself. Did it not because you didn't do it right. You didn't do it enough. You didn't do it the way it should have been done or something like that. And there's maybe a way, is there a way to tweak what you did to make it work better? Or do you need to like not worry about that thing? Maybe that, that thing wasn't going to help. Maybe, you know, if you were like, um, going to do advertising and, and it doesn't seem like it, that's probably not a good example because advertising takes a while to really kick in probably, but say, say you did something and you saw, you know what? No progress towards my goal was made through that task. I'm not going to spend time on that. Maybe next month, even though I had thought that I had, you know, a similar task built in for a lot of next month too, but this other thing was working better. That other thing resulted in like something I can tell made, you know, got me to more listens or more views or more clients. Then I'm going to do more of that thing instead, right? Why not make it work better for you? So don't feel like once you have the plan, you can't recalibrate and change what makes sense, but do make sure that you're checking in on yourself or if something, if there's something that you kept like not doing, not getting to, because think about why that was. Was that because of time? Was that because this task like really actually didn't feel good to you? Is there a way to outsource that? Or is there a way to change it a little bit or figure out a better way to make it work so that that one piece of it is not always like falling behind because then, you know, that might hold you up with everything else. So figure out a way to fix it or change it or make it make more sense. Because honestly, a month goes by so quick before you know it, you won't have made progress for the whole quarter. If like, you know, two months go by and, and the same tasks kept falling through the cracks for whatever reason, 
you really are going to want to make sure that, you know, if one month happened, it went by and something happened and you didn't get, you know, a certain piece of what you wanted to do to where you wanted it, that you really figure out the best way to, to change that moving forward. So at the next month, you really do make progress because otherwise after that, you've only got one month left and that's not going to be enough time probably for something that was going to be like a whole quarterly long goal. So that's really how I break it down. Um, again, thinking about the big goal, set a timeline for the goal in terms of what you want to accomplish in the whole quarter, and then breaking it down to monthly chunks, what you want to do each month, how are you going to measure the results each month? How are you going to measure that success to know that you've gotten there? And then breaking that down with weekly to-dos that are going to get you to those KPIs. And then once you have your weekly to-dos, scheduling out the tasks um, into your actual you know, planner or to-do list each day of the week. So that's basically really what there is to it. I think um, that if you organize it this way and really think about it each, you know, are really conscious of what you're working towards each day and each week, because you will be, and you will be if you organize it this way, because like, how could you not? Because you're constantly seeing it. Then, you know, that also helps you just get there. It helps you stay motivated. I think it helps you just make sure you're making progress. Um, and so it's kind of almost as much that as it is the actual tasks that you're carrying out, probably not as much, but you know, it's partly that too. And I will actually make, like, I will put a little template, like it's really basic what I've just talked about in terms of like how I, how I set it up and break it down, but I'll make a little template, um, in the, um, in the show notes that you can download just to kind of follow along and make sure you're, make sure you see kind of, you can visualize what I'm saying in terms of how I make a kind of chart of the different goals and make a, make a weekly list. I mean, a monthly list of everything that needs to happen each week and all of those things. Um, so you can follow along if you want and like print that out or put it on your computer while listening through to walk through how I set up these timelines. But yeah, I encourage you to really think about these things, really think about what the big goals are that you want to work towards for the next quarter. Think about how good it's going to feel once you have gotten there, once you've done the things um, and think about how, like how you're going to do it. I think one of the most important things is thinking about what's actually going to move the needle. And that's what this process like makes you think about and figure out is what is actually going to move the needle. And it just feels really good to know that you're actually doing the things that are going to help and not just like spinning your wheels each day being like, Hmm, I know I want to like do this or that, but like, don't really know how to get there. And also one thing I should mention is that you can also outsource all of the tasks. Once you've broken them down this way, you don't have to be the one to actually complete all the things. So when I say schedule into your week, even that, sometimes I schedule things into my week, um, but I'm not the one who's going to be doing it. I'm going to assign it to somebody else who, you know, helps yeah. me on different things. So that's something to keep in mind too. It doesn't feel like overwhelming, like, oh, I have all these things I need to do now. Um, figure out how to outsource, figure out how to allocate differently, whatever works for you. Totally, totally fine. But yeah, I can't wait to see what you set for your big goals for this quarter and the progress that you made. Keep me posted if you use the system and it works for you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. 
Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.